I'd like to look in Psalm chapter 20. Psalm chapter 20. And I think that after looking for Micah, Psalm should be really easy. <laughs> I think this is a passage that's appropriate for right now. Because as I've said many times, and I hope you were listening, we are not as a nation going to be saved by an election. That's not going to save us. Uh, Psalm chapter 20 and verse 7. Are you there? It says, Some trust in chariots, some in horses, but we will remember and trust in the name of the Lord our God. They have bowed down and fallen, but we have risen and stood upright. And Father, I just ask that you will be with us today and give us a message from you, Lord, something from your heart. God, I thank you that you're in charge of all things. We love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I'll tell you one of my biggest weaknesses, I readily admit, is I am a fixer. I am the type that when something is going haywire, I feel like I should just get in and fix that thing. And I remember a, a marriage uh, seminar or something that went around for a while and I, I'm trying to remember it was something about men are from Venus and women are from Mars or something of that nature. <laughs> it wasn't the other way around? Yeah. Okay. Uh, one thing that the, the guy said that, that just was so real is he said you know the wife will come in and she will, she will tell us that there's a nuclear bomb that went off in the bedroom and the husband wants to jump up immediately and fix it. He wants to go in and take care of the nuclear bomb and she's trying to tell him about it and he's trying to fix it. And the problem is she's not looking for you to fix the problem. She's looking for you to just care. You know, that's the whole thing. Just care about it. And the, we and me, I, I say this about me, I, I do that. I am not one that easily just says like so many saints of God can do and say, it's all in God's hands, I'm good. Because I'm just the type that says, it's messed up and I'm going to fix this thing. Usually gets me in trouble. And, and that's, I think, exactly what this passage is trying to tell us here is that too many times we trust in horses, we trust in chariots. Well, what does that mean? Well, bring that up to, to 2020 America. We trust in our military. We trust in our leaders. We trust in those that are, that are, uh, the, that are in the position. And, and we, we think they can just handle it. And, you know, it does not matter who is in charge of the world situation. Things are going to happen. And our faith needs to be in God, not in the world. Amen. Not in the military to protect us or whatever. And I say this to remind us that God is still in charge of all things. Amen. And no matter what it is, and I heard somebody say to me the other day that God always gives the nation the leader that they deserve. Mm. And I guess there's some truth to that. But I... I want us to realize that God is still in control. Now, I do want to do, I want to do kind of a prophetic update, if that's okay. You mind if I just kind of bring things out that you probably aren't going to see in the mainstream media? In fact, you'll never see in the mainstream media. Is it okay if I do that for a few minutes? Some people really like that. So, um, what is happening right now is not unprecedented. It's happened before. If you've been around a while, in 2000, 
we had an election that was extremely close, and the news media called the election just a couple of days after the election. They called it for Al Gore. And do you know when the election actually turned back around? The 12th of December. The 12th of December, the Supreme Court actually made the, the final ruling that turned it around and gave it to, to George Bush because they determined that there was a whole lot of voter fraud that was going on in Florida and that finally the Supreme Court just had to step in and turn it around. The media does not call elections. They try to do this and they do this to try to gain a, uh, I don't know, a... a a rallying cry for their cause or whatever it may be, but the media does not, there's not one state in the United States has been called yet. Not one has been called yet. Uh, and so something else that we need to realize is it's not the first time that we've seen a situation where uh, one candidate was well comfortably ahead and then inexplicably they said, we're not going to count anymore. Tonight, which has never happened before. That was kind of shock to the world. What? You, you stopping counting? And then when you woke up in the morning, all of a sudden, miraculously, a whole bunch of ballots just materialized out of nowhere. This has happened before. It's happened in a place called Venezuela, and that's how Hugo Chavez was elected. It happened in Russia, and that's how Vladimir Putin was elected. This has happened before. What's happening now is not unprecedented. It has happened before. Um, in fact, uh, Joseph Stalin once said, <laughs> at least it's attributed to him, it is, an, it is enough that the people know there is an election. The people who cast the votes decide nothing. The people who count the votes decide everything. Now, now I want to, this is something that I think is a lesson to us. Don't accept everything that just thrown out at us. Because if you look that up online, there will be a fact check that pops up. They fact check things. I found this interesting, so I started reading the fact check because it came up from Politico. And they, all through this article, they said, there is absolutely nothing that indicates that Joseph Stalin ever made such a comment. That comment was not made by him. There's no evidence whatsoever. And you keep reading the article. When you get to the very bottom, it says, but Mark Kramer, director of the Cold War Studies program at Harvard University, pointed us to something close. In memoirs written after his retirement, Boris Balhanov who was Joseph Stalin's former secretary, claimed that Jack Stalin said, I regard it as completely unimportant who in the party will vote and how, but it is extremely important who will count the votes and how. Amen. So through this whole fact check, they told us that this was not true. And then in the very bottom of it, they said it's absolutely true. <laughs> this is why you can't just accept when something gets fact-checked, you can't just say, oh, that's it, this is false, because they're not telling the truth, especially PolitiFact, if you check a lot of what they say. But there's a lot of truth to that statement. It's not so much who casts the votes as who's counting the votes. Exactly. So there's a lot of things that are going on here, and I'm going to skip down some because I don't want to belabor this too long. <laughs> Let's just ask you something common sense. Does it make sense to you that a geriatric man who cannot string a sentence together, who has a 47-year history of bad things, has more votes than Barack Obama did? 
just reasonably rationally thinking, okay? He never campaigned. He didn't do anything like that. So do you think that the Rust Belt voted for Biden when, and Harris when he effectively stated that he was going to destroy the auto industry? I'm just throwing this out as common sense. There's a problem. There's something here that we need to be thinking about what's going on. Um, and President Trump said a couple days ago, he said, this is not no longer about me winning or losing an election. It is about saving our constitutional republic. That's very, very important. It is about saving the country. <laughs> this, is why, this is why I believe that what was projected by some like the Trafalgar Group and, and such were, were actually quite accurate, right on the money. Um, some of the things that are going on real quick, and again, I'm going to try to make this kind of quick. Some of the things that are going on, Act 77. Anybody hear of Act 77 out of Pennsylvania? Act 77 was passed in 2019. It was a law that, now let me back up. The United States Constitution gives one body the right to, to set election law. That body is the legislature of the, this particular state. Act 77 in Pennsylvania said that all votes must be submitted and in the hands of the, the counters or by, uh, of the pollers by 8 o'clock the night of the election. That is law. That is Pennsylvania law. Um, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court looked at that and said, well, we think that people ought to, to be able to come in uh, just as long as they have it postmarked by that date, they should be able to count those votes. Here's the problem with that. The Supreme Court does not have the right to change election law. They have no right to make law. This is where the problem is. And so the Republicans come, uh, came, up to, came to the Supreme Court of the United States and said, there's a problem here. The, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court did not have a right to do that. Um, and the second thing they asked was that they, not, that they hurry up, they expedite the process and make a decision because the election was coming up. This was the end of October. Uh, the American, the United States Supreme Court said, no, we're not going to expedite it because Amy Coney Barrett is just coming on board. She's trying to get up to speed. We're not going to make a, a rush decision just because the election's coming up, but we will look at it. Now, if you only looked at the mainstream media, CNN, PMS, NBC, and all these, they said, oh, the Republicans were dealt a defeat in Pennsylvania. The, the U.S. Supreme Court shot them down. No, they didn't. The only thing they did was said... We will look at it, but we're not going to be hurried in it. We're going to let it um, play out. Um, but Alito has made a, a statement based, um, from, from himself, Kavanaugh, Gorsuch, and others that said, what happened in Pennsylvania is likely not legal. The, U the Pennsylvania Supreme Court did not have the right to change law. And the, the United States Supreme Court is, is probably going to rule, and when that happens... They're going to throw out all those ballots that came in late. All those magical ballots that just appeared out of nowhere are going to go away. When that happens, it's going to end up that the president won that state handily. I mean, it's just, that's just what's going to happen. So when that happens, and it's going to happen, the United States Supreme Court is going to rule on that. It's very likely that those ballots are going to be thrown away. That's one of the things that's happening. Another thing they had was, anybody here the Dominion software? This was uh, an, also an issue that they found in, uh, I believe it was Michigan, um, 
where in one county, in one county only, 6,000 ballots mysteriously switched from Trump to Biden in one county, just one county. They started checking. They said, well, this was a computer glitch. Right. And so they started checking and they found that 47 counties used the same glitch. They're the same software. And up to 30 states use the same software. So right now that's being looked at. Already two seats have been flipped from blue to red because of this um, taking place. Uh, so very likely when they fix, out, fix the Dominion software thing alone, that's going to swing the election the other direction. Um, Arizona, right now, their late ballots still being counted. Almost, well, they're strongly uh, breaking for Trump. And Biden's lead is less than 20,000. Uh, this morning, it's like 18,000 and it's dropping every single day. At this rate, Arizona will flip back red. Georgia, many late ballots are still coming in. They have uh, tons of them, and they're saying they won't actually have them all counted for weeks. It should not have been called. That state should not have been called. Arizona should not have been called. Um, Barla, they also have found a whole lot of uh, ballot harvesting on multiple counties, and that will be dealt with in the recount. Very likely, Georgia's going to go back to Trump. Um, Nevada, Right now, they have 58,000 absentee ballots and 68,000. This is as of 1 o'clock yesterday. 68,000 provisional ballots yet to count. Many thousands of people voted that were not eligible, they found in Nevada. People were actually carrying box load of ballots over the, the state line and submitting them in Nevada. Uh, so that's being looked at by William Barr. It'll very possibly flip the state over in that. Um, they also found out that they were, because they just changed the law and they didn't have any safeguards in place, people were getting two, three, and four ballots or more. Individuals were getting these ballots. Um, Pennsylvania has 80,000 mail-in ballots and 100,000 provisional ballots left to count. Provisions, provisionals will likely skew towards the Republican. Poll observers were barred from watching even after the court ordered that they watch... And so that's being handled there. They found a myriad of anomalies in Wisconsin. Here's another thing that was, I found interesting. And, and I know, I, I'm, I'm really trying to hurry through this thing because I want to get back to the word. But I, I, I think this is information that's important. It, it is it's something we deal with in our lives. And so it applies to us. Subject matter statisticians. Hey, I actually said it. I'm kind of proud of myself right now. <laughs> that said that the Biden math is statistically not only improbable, it is impossible. The Biden math does not work. This is what that means. Voter turnout in Wisconsin jumped so much between 2016 and 2020, it went from 66% and had a 30% jump. In one election cycle, well, one presidential election cycle. They said the chances of that happening are point zero 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 one five eight percent It can't happen. Actually, another way of saying is that in order for the, the, uh, the, the voter turnout to jump that much, it, they consider it to be one in 52 million chance. It absolutely did not happen. It could not happen. Um, 
they, another thing they looked at that say, they said is, to, uh, is just basically impossible by the numbers is the number of 90-year-olds who registered to vote for the very first time <laughs> during a pandemic. 90-plus-year-old people um, were, were, were signing up to vote for the very first time. They said that's statistically impossible. They also looked at and found over 14,000 dead people who voted or registered to vote in Wayne County, Michigan alone. That's just Wayne County, Michigan. Candace Owens and Operation Veritas, as soon as the election was, was underway, they start, you know how you can go to the website and see if your vote counted? See if your vote was there? They start going through Michigan, Wisconsin, and, and Pennsylvania, and all these different places, and pulling up obituaries. And then they start comparing those obituaries to the election, and to the ballots, and they found tens of thousands of people in those states that have voted that are dead. <laughs> Texas, Ohio, Iowa are what they call bellwether states. As long as we've been having elections, what happens in, in Florida, uh, uh, I meant to say Florida, not Texas, Florida, Ohio, and Iowa, that's the way the Rust Belt goes. The way they vote is how the Rust Belt votes, except for this year. Only time. On the night of the 3rd, Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Virginia were all on track, even with the bellwether states, right exactly where you would expect them to be. On the morning of the 4th, they no longer were. It doesn't even make sense. Historically, according to Pew, only 4% of people vote differently than uh, from president to senator in their state. Meaning that a person who, who voted for Trump in Washington would switch and vote for Patty Murray. That just only 4% of people do that, or vice versa. Somebody in Washington votes for Biden, but then they vote for Kathy McMorris Rogers. There's only 4% of people that are doing that uh, across the land. Ironically, Biden has five times that amount that are voting. They're voting for uh, uh, totally opposite of what they would vote for their senator, which does not make sense. Um, what they found, though, is that ballot dumps started arriving with tens of thousands of ballots, and they had nothing on the ballots whatsoever except for Biden's, a check by Biden's name. They voted for nothing else on that ballot. Does that make sense to you? No. Uh, ballot drops in the middle of the night, virtually all for Biden. Dumpsters full of Trump votes. And, and if you go to the mainstream media, they'll deny every bit of this. Absolutely does not happen, even though it's on video. Even though they have documentation that it's happening in, in, in many locations. In one ballot drop, 600 ballots came in. The average, somebody started researching these ballots and found that the average age of the person that voted on that uh, ballot dump was 121 years old. <laughs> Them old folks got out of the nursing home, went right down there and voted. <laughs> And I wanted to bring this to you, not to create a anger or hostility. Or, I'm saying this to say there's a lot of things that are happening that are trying to destroy our country. Folks, if we lose fair and honest elections, we lose the, the republic. 
we lose the land. This is vitally important that they fix this. And I think they're going to fix it. I, I honestly believe. But what, what bothers me is that this is not new. This kind of stuff has been happening for a long time. This nothing to the level that we're seeing this time. I mean, literally, I believe that once all the, the dust settles, I believe that, that President Trump won Wisconsin, probably Minnesota. He definitely won Michigan. He won Georgia, uh, probably Nevada. He definitely won Arizona. So basically, it was uh, electoral college blowout, just, just like was projected. Um, but they've... I need to get off of this, but they did the same thing in 16. They just underguessed. They under underdid it. They they thought they did enough, and they didn't. And they, that's how the the election turned the way that it did. But this time they they pulled out all the stops. And what's weird to me is they're so blatant about it. They're just doing it right in front of everybody's face, and they don't care. And the mainstream media is covering for them. And I say this again to say, we don't put our trust in man. We don't put our trust in the United States. This is not our home. This is only a temporary place. This is not our permanent residence. But I love the United States. I don't mind saying that. I, pr I pr praise God that I was born here, and I bur my heart is burdened and heavy for my land, for my country. And I pray for her. And if this is allowed to happen, we are done as a constitutional republic. If, if uh, they are allowed to steal a, a presidential election. As I said, I don't think this is going to happen. The U.S. Supreme Court's going to, they basically have to throw out the ballots in, in Pennsylvania. They're going to have to. And, and then from there, many other things. So I think this thing's going to swing back around. And I just wanted to give people encouragement. That I think the, the, the rest of us are kind of like-minded here. So uh, I want to give you encouragement to say that this isn't over. And my prayer is that God preserves America once again. And honestly, I don't want him to give us what we deserve as a, as a nation. I don't want God to give America what she deserves because America has spit in the face of God. She has defiled God. She has kicked God out. And frankly, God, uh, America deserves judgment. But God is full of mercy and he's full of grace. And that means he gives that mercy and that grace when we don't deserve it. And thank God, I believe he did that before. He saved our republic, and I'm just praying that God saves our republic once again. Um, it's serious what's going on, though. In Lamentations 3 and 22, it says, It is of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. It is only because, and when I say that America, I don't want America to get what she deserves, I'm not, I'm not being hateful about it. I don't want me to get what I deserve. And I'm praying that you don't get what you deserve. That's what God's mercy and grace is all about. And I believe that we, when we come and we pray for our land every Sunday, and, and hopefully, and I pray that, that, that you pray for America every day of the week, because we live here. This is where we live. And, and I have one relative that, that goes on, and he's almost just gloating at the idea that judgment is coming upon America. And boy, America's about to get what she got coming to her. And, and he's gloating about that. And it burdens my heart because I don't 
don't want America to get what she deserves right now. It's going to happen. We know that scripturally. It's going to happen. Judgment is coming on the world. We realize and we understand that. But by the grace of God, praise God, one more time, Lord, let your, your grace shine down upon our land. Protect our land one more time. Folks, if this does not get turned around, it's going to be a very, very different America. Uh, Joe Biden, as, pretty much as soon as they hailed him as emperor, he, he said that, that he's going to uh, bring in the, uh, the, the COVID czars, the COVID team. You know what that means. It means the, the nation will be locked down once again. It'll be a miserable situation. He also talked about immediately putting this climate team together. You know what that means. It won't be long. We won't be able to drive our cool cars. Let them try to take my F-350 from me. <laughs> it ain't going to do it. But, I mean, it's just a reality of it's going to be a far different world if this thing does not get overturned. But... God is still on the throne no matter which way it goes, folks. And I want to I give you a word of encouragement that if this does not turn around, if Joe Biden is, stands as president, my God is still on the throne and we are still His children. And we will still get through by the hand of Almighty God. We are not saved by Donald Trump. Frankly, I don't think he's a really nice guy. I, I'm not a massive Trump fan as the, as the person that he is. But he has done good things for the land, and I say thank God for that. Um, and I just want you to realize, we don't... I, I want to read that again. Let me go back here. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember and trust in the name of the Lord our God. We do not trust... In the United States military, we do not trust in the United States power and economy. We do not trust in Donald Trump. We do not trust in our senators or our congressmen. We trust in Almighty God. It is about Him. And it says, they have bowed down and fallen, but we have risen and stood upright. No matter what happens around us, we are children of the King. Would you stand with me, please? Hallelujah. Father, I just praise you and give you glory today. And Lord, I pray, we as a body pray right now for our country. We realize that there are forces that are trying hard to destroy our, our nation. They're trying hard to destroy our land. Father, I pray that all corruption will be revealed. I pray that it'll be exposed for the world to see. I pray that corruption, and I don't care what side of the aisle it's on, if there's corruption there, I pray that it'll be exposed and it'll be dealt with, Lord. And I do pray for our land that you'll preserve her and protect her and shield her one more time. I thank you, God, that you've blessed us with being, being children of God and born and living or living in America. Thank you, God, for bringing us here. We're blessed to be here. We realize and recognize that we are blessed to be in the best country on, on the earth right now. And I thank you for that, Lord. And we just pray for her once again, and I pray for our people. Lord, I realize that no matter what way this election goes, there's going to be fighting and anger and violence and rioting. God, I pray that that will be tamped down. Lord, whichever way it goes, I pray that the other side will take it with dignity and will not resort to violence. 
Lord, I just ask for your blessing on our land one more time. I praise you in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen.